Huh, I'd rather talk tech news than the alternative. Tech olds? Would that be what TechWiki does? I just, not, no shade. Uh, Intel is planning a major rebrand of its core series of processors. You know, the i5, i7, etc. Even though the brand is so well recognized that my uncle who lives in the woods knew he had one in his ancient laptop, apparently built at a time when humans had thicker thighs. The info comes from an Ashes of the Singularity benchmark that listed the system CPU as an Intel Core Ultra 5 103H, I don't even, 1003, I don't even know how to say that. Proving Intel's following a disturbing trend of companies making their product names harder to pronounce. Just because Apple names every iPad, iPad, doesn't mean we have to speed to the other end of the spectrum, okay? Anyways, the rebrand was also confirmed by Intel spokesman Bernard Fernandez on Twitter, who mentions brand changes in preparation for the upcoming Meteor Lake CPUs. Video Cards theorizes that only some chips will be branded Ultra, with the rest simply removing the I. So it'll be Core 9 instead of Core i9. Unless it's a Core Ultra 9. Uh, it's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off for them because Intel needs something to pay off after reporting their biggest quarterly earnings drop in company history. They need people to buy their products. And what do people like? Unpredictability. It was a Core i5 last week. This week, it's a Core Ultra 5. Keep them guessing, it's exciting. A scientist known as one of the godfathers of AI, Jeffrey Hinton, has resigned after a decade working at Google in order to inform the public about the dangers of artificial intelligence, presumably because it can be a gateway drug to the harder stuff. DMT? <laughs> Google hired Hinton in 2012 after he and two of his students built a neural network that could teach itself to identify objects, but not how to love. That wouldn't come until Microsoft dropped unhinged Bing in 2023. Interestingly, Hinton told the New York Times that Google's frenzied response to Microsoft slapping OpenAI's GPT tech into Bing made him realize he had to get the word out that humans are playing with fire in sort of the same way that cavemen probably played with fire because it was super cool until they wanted to see what the biggest fire they could build was and then parts of Japan were just gone. Hinton's departure comes on the heels of Italy unbanning ChatGPT after OpenAI made some changes requested by their government and a report detailing Apple's struggles to build competitive AI tech. So, thanks Jeffrey, but it doesn't really look like the basilisk is coming anytime soon. So I think we're gonna be fine. Google Roko's basilisk if you don't it's a, it, it's a funny joke, I promise. <laughs> and Microsoft might finally be getting serious about making its own custom ARM-based chips to compete with Apple Silicon, if new job postings on Microsoft's careers website are to be believed. Because I don't know, they could, they could have been posted as a prank. April Fool's was a month ago, but as we can see, Microsoft's pretty slow sometimes. A number of jobs are classified as part of the Microsoft Silicon team, tasked with delivering high performance and innovative Silicon system on chip. Singular, I, I don't know why. With Windows 12 rumored to launch as soon as 2024, some analysts are speculating that Microsoft could be aiming to optimize new ARM-powered processors for the new OS and vice versa. A transformative concept probably used by at least one company before. Not sure where I've seen that. Regardless, good idea, Microsoft. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Grammarly. They're throwing their hat into the AI ring with Grammarly Go, which uses generative AI to accelerate your productivity while staying true to your personal style. Grammarly Go uniquely allows you to customize your writing style by personalizing its tone and formality settings. 
Our business team uses Grammarly Go to make emails and talking points more concise, all while keeping it authentic to their individual voices. Need help with the video concept? With but a prompt, Grammarly Go will provide ideas to inspire and evoke your creativity. Our favorite part about Grammarly Go is that it works on any platform. Just download, sign up, and start typing. You'll be amazed at what you can do with Grammarly Go. Sign up at grammarly.com tl and get 20% off of Grammarly Premium. Quick bits, how quick are they? A bit. I think they're getting worse. Google's Pixel Fold has been leaked in pretty much its entirety over the past week. A series of events that Google is probably tearing its hair out over. Oh, what? How did, oh no, how did, oh, how did you get those photos? What? Big leaker boy Evan Blass has given us not only 4K marketing images of the front and back of the device, but also a spec sheet. Now, honestly, for me, the only thing missing is which hardware features will spontaneously shatter a couple weeks after it launches. Google, if you could just throw that in the next leak, that'd be great. Thanks, okay. Microsoft is rolling out a new feature for the Edge browser, a pop-up every time the user navigates to Google Bard, telling them to, hey, to try Bing instead. In a move that Microsoft's marketing heads probably thought of as ingenious, but anyone with a soul would call obnoxious, Edge's most recent developer build shows a button inviting users to compare answers with the AI-powered new Bing over here, which brings up a split screen for a side-by-side -side view of both chatbots, like an overly attached girlfriend that telepathically knows whenever you're thinking about your ex. Now, I would never accuse Google of the same cutthroat behavior, but if you try using Google search on an Edge browser, you will get some pointed ads for Google Chrome, so. EA has released a patch for the Windows PC version of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which has been plagued with performance issues worse than the, the central core was plagued by the Black Sun. EA claims to have found the primary source of the issue. It's you darn gamers insisting on running crusty old Windows 10 on your top-of-the-line hardware designed for Windows 11. Hardware Unboxed uh, disputed this conclusion, though, finding that the game ran better, not worse, on Windows 10. But both 10 and 11 showed poor CPU usage. Once again, EA, it's not us. It's you. A bunch of new Intel graphics cards were announced today, made by a company other than Intel? Huh? What? Huh? Matrox used to develop their own GPUs, but transitioned to building non-gaming video cards with existing GPUs from AMD and others. But the company's latest Luma series is their first to feature Intel's Alchemist GPUs, the same ones powering Intel's Arc gaming cards. Don't worry, I'll tell you why this is interesting. It's because the Luma series represents another product that can deliver Intel's excellent AV1 transcoding abilities that also isn't Intel's ARC gaming cards. Also, Matrox sounds like a transformer, and frankly, one that could seriously bumblebee up, and I would like to see that. And pictures out of Ukraine seem to show the Ukrainian army using Valve's Steam Deck to remote control a machine gun turret. The remote weapon system called Sablia, I'm not gonna try, I'm not gonna try. Or Saber in English, can reportedly be operated from up to 500 feet away. Technologically speaking, this isn't that different from using a laptop, except it's a lot more portable, and you can probably squeeze in a few Stalker Clear Sky missions between engagements. I'm informed I can also say Stalker Call of Pripyat, Shadow of Chernobyl, or there's other games too. David signs off. And you have my permission to stock this channel again on Wednesday for more tech news. It's not, I shouldn't have said that. Um.